We are Great. recording. I can see it. Oh. Did he just try to get us to do the are we recording thing? I mean, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well Tricking done, us back into it. Well wow. done. Way to go. Can't leave you out. No. No. Well, hello. Hello. Um, let's let's get right into this. Let's get we? right into it. Yeah, let's do it. Great. Um, should we be professional and just like cold introduce the podcast? I mean, if you want to. Did you see the? <laughs> <laughs> I think we freak out people sometimes when we do things. Uh-huh. Um, in general, uh-huh. but um, I think it was Carissa emailed us and said she thought that we cut out like it stopped downloading because we did something weird and like cold cut out one of the episodes like we were just like okay bye and like ended it (laughs) did we do that (laughs) yeah something like that oh yeah maybe we just were so like overwhelmed with topics or something I don't know yeah Yeah. I'm not but so you want to do the reverse and just like jump right into the intro yeah we can just be like you know this is um this is the V-Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a vegan-ish podcast. Yes. We talk about vegan things. And we talk about ish things. Ish things. A lot of ish. Yeah. A lot of ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh, Andy would like us to clarify it was when the laptop was going to die. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, can, we were okay, like, okay, yeah. gotta go by. Okay, yeah, you're right. No, that I, I, I'm remembering mm-hmm. that now. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I didn't That's understand funny. what was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no particular reason for this other than let's just switch things up. Yeah. Let's Cold do it. entry. Keep it fresh. That's yeah. That's our. That's who we are as a an entity. It's our, and, our um, culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our culture. My my name is Danny. Mm-hmm. Yep. My name is Cat. And uh, over there is our silent producer Andy. Mm-hmm. That pause was his uh, introduction. Because. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounded like nothing because he doesn't talk. <laughs> it sounded like nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like when you were in a meeting or something at work and you just see people's mouths moving and mm-hmm. you're just not hearing a goddamn thing that they're saying. Yeah. Or when you're at, at a meeting or having any kind of work-related conversation and the person running the conversation asks for volunteers and not a single person volunteers. Ooh, ooh. Or also <laughs> conference calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Any kind of yeah. businessy conversation yeah. where someone's like, does anyone want to volunteer to talk? Does anybody, nobody does. Or Definitely does anybody not. want to share? I no. love when they pull like the like teacher thing on conference yeah. calls. Who wants to share their results or who wants to nobody. share their answers? The answer nobody. Is nobody. That's right. That's right. Crickets. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we should also throw, I'm going to throw our Patreon in the front. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Maybe in case we like piss people off, maybe they'll get on and sign up for the Patreon and give us money and then get pissed off. Right. As long as it's in that order. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) So. um, We got to make some videos for that soon. Wink. Wink, wink. That's a wink. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Casey taking her pants off. I was just going to say that. That's the kind of thing that goes on the Patreon. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it's patreon.com forward slash. Is it forward slash? Yeah. Andy, I was waiting out. for like. We'll figure it out. Not, yeah. Forward slash the V-Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. I think. 
<laughs> oh, it'd be nice if Andy Andy's got to pull a Steven from my favorite murder and like pre- like prep us. Yeah, because otherwise it would save his neck. One of these one of these days from shaking his head back and forth and like being disappointed, he's going to get like a hernia. His eyes probably hurt from rolling them so hard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um. Well, anyway, oh, just the V spot. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash the V spot. Great. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just look us up, man. There's links everywhere. Social media. So. Social media. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Great. So pop okay. culture. Or yeah. current well, current news. Um, yeah. So I'll go I'll go down my list. I'm gonna go down my list with some new she things. She has a list. Who I do have is a list. She? I do. I know, right? Um so a lot's happened though. That's why. Um I'll go down my list in kind of like backwardsy order since um some of the things will be things that we lol have already talked about, but nobody knows that because of technology. So um I'll start with, did you know this? And I will find an article about it so that we have a reference. But Michaela is the one who told me this. And Michaela is not an article to, for me to reference. So I'll find <laughs> one. But <laughs> did you know that Brugger's carries Dia cream cheese now? Yes. I did not know that. I mean, why Dia? Who's to say? Cheap. Because, well, also disgusting. But, you know, but, it's a yeah. step, right? Yeah. No. Um, it was really funny. Where, oh, I saw it. Wait, where? How did I see that? I don't know. I have no oh, idea. I, I know why because I saw that and it didn't make me feel because it was Daya. So I felt I was like, oh yeah, I was like, yay, that is a step. It's great. But then I didn't get excited selfishly. I didn't right. get excited enough for it to lock in my brain. Also, I didn't get angry enough for it to lock in my brain. Right. It's just kind of um, a neutral feeling. Yeah, and mostly it's surprising because I saw it on a certain social media outlet that usually infuriates me. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I didn't see it because I don't look at that anymore. So, but I was excited to to hear that because that I mean that's definite progress. Um, And maybe I'll give it a try because you know how sometimes places that use diet or carry diet all of a sudden it's not disgusting and it's like how are you doing this? Like how does this taste like this? Like is this diet? Like is that the same? Right. So I'll probably give it a try. We'll see. It'd be nice if they did like earth balance or like a butter option as well. But I guess I was going to say, I love a go- or margarine, a friggin' yeah. country crock or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I love a bagel with butter. I mean, I Me love too. bagels, especially a Brugger's ways. bagel. Quite honestly, I love Brugger's bagels. I am a sucker for a Brugger's bagel. Ooh. Ooh, if only Andy could talk, there'd be a debate because he doesn't like Brugger's bagels really? at all. Oh my god, I love them. I mean, I, I, I just love bagels in general, but I do love a Brugger's bagel. I love bagels enough to get my dog um, treats that are bagels. They're like peanut butter mm. crunchy bagel things um, called bagels because you <laughs> bagels, bagel, yeah. bagel, bagels, kind of like the like the bacon strip commercials. Yeah, the bagel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I mean, that's great for Brugger's because it's not like one of their bagels is vegan friendly most of the main ones are aside from like the asiago cheese and the cinnamon raisin if you don't do honey yeah i think the whole wheat if you don't do honey but yeah but like all their good ones rosemary olive oil is mm. oh my god rosemary olive oil is so good mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. yeah. See, so it's, I couldn't believe it. Another main, and in the United States, that actually shocks me more. I know, right? Because normally the fast food chains are all in the UK or literally anywhere else. <laughs> True. But big, but Brugger's is kind of like a, maybe I'm wrong on this, but isn't it kind of like an East Coast centric chain? Oh, I think so. I maybe. think it's like East Coast centric, but I don't know that for sure. But I am inclined to, to say that's true. But either way, hurrah. Yeah. Hoorah. Hoorah. Um, so the next thing on my on my list here, click it. Um, did you see all the hullabaloo all over social media about how um the Pope was challenged to go vegan for a charitable donation? No. Did you see this? Okay, great. I this is didn't. Okay, great. So um, it says, well, first, um, I'm going to have to go back to, um, I think it was Live Kindly and hopefully find the original article that I saw and did not open. <laughs> um, <laughs> because the original one that I thought I saw was about, I thought it had something to do with Paul McCartney challenging the Pope to go vegan. But now I can't, I don't, I don't, that's not in the article that I have about this topic. So I'm like, did I make that up? Did I just see Paul McCartney and the Pope? And it was something like completely separate. But I was like, yeah, Paul McCartney, I don't know. But anyway, um, so the article that I have, oh wait, crap. The article that I have is from CNN, um, and it says that um, an environmental campaign group has called on Pope Francis to take up veganism for Lent in exchange for a $1 million donation to the charity of his choice. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy, right? That's that's a lot. And I guess um, it's all circulating around the fact that the Pope is very vocal about climate change and about, um, you know, the importance on focusing on on preventing climate change so they um are trying to encourage him to you know literally put his money where his mouth is or put someone else's money where his mouth is and go vegan for lent so is he gonna do it i don't know i haven't seen anything um saying one way or the other i bet he will like i'm kind I mean, of inclined to say that i bet he will he seems like a a cool dude as far as popes yes. go quite honestly and he b sounds like there seems like the kind of like person who would rise to a challenge like that you know it's i mean he's the science pope he's yeah. the cool pope yeah. you know i don't mean i can't say i know that much in depth about different popes um i you know it's a whole thing. It's a whole nother religious discussion. Right. Um, another episode but, for another day. Yeah. I do, <laughs> but I do know that he's like a pretty cool dude. Like yeah. not as, as far as someone who's like the head of the church, mm-hmm. he's pretty realistic about the world around him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Which I appreciate personally. Yeah. Oh, that would be very cool. Mm-hmm. 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 I can't believe I didn't see that anywhere. Wow. I know. Oh, I just sent it to you, so now you can read it. Yep, Pope Francis. Mm-hmm. Pretty rad. Mm-hmm. So what's next on your list? Um, I also saw, <laughs> I just saw this, so hold on. <laughs> um, in my quick search trying to find the Paul McCartney thing that I he doesn't even exist. I you had know. a stroke. I apparently had a stroke. I swear to God, although I saw that something having to do with Paul McCartney, I don't know. Anyway, um, 
So I also found an article um, about the Future Food Initiative, a joint research program that's goal is to accelerate the development of healthy plant-based food and sustainable products. Um, uh, three food giants invested $4.1 million to form this initiative, which is wow. really exciting. Um, and it is launched and funded by Nestle, which is kind of insane. Um, yeah. But also, I love this kind of stuff because I think it really speaks to people's companies, billionaires' recognition of where where food is moving, you know? Um and quite honestly, the reason that I even clicked or went back to this article is because the photo that they used is a sweet earth benevolent bacon photo. And that's like <laughs> my favorite food. So I was like, what this? <laughs> um, but it's just kind of talking about how they're forming this initiative to like really focus on plant based foods um, and how Nestle is behind it. It's just an, just another thing that like shows that people are realizing the potential of veganism and how like you know, you can profit off of it. So maybe we should move in this direction. Right. I, um, um I was going to say, this is going to be a whole nother like episode discussion too, but do you have mixed feelings about the fact that it's like Nestle and Nestle isn't a vegan company on its own? You know, own? I don't, I honestly don't because I, and I know a lot of people do and a lot of vegans do, but I personally don't because like, isn't that like what you want though? You know, it, it, and this actually will segue kind of nicely into the next thing. It, it, because we talk about, um, you know, like the instance with Kristen Gillibrand and the subsidies for dairy farmers and people say, well, instead of giving them money to bail them out, why don't we help them find a new business? Well, isn't that what this is? Isn't this kind of organizations yeah. like Nestle or Tyson or, you know, what other organization is getting involved in these things, realizing that, hey, the industry that I'm making my money in is going in this brand new different way. So I'm going to capitalize on it rather than getting bought out and giving money, being given money because they're failing. Do you know what I mean? So like, yep. you can't have it both ways. I feel like it, isn't this literally what everybody wants is for companies to stop selling meat or dairy and to start selling vegan things. Like, how are you going to be mad when they do that? Because the company itself yeah. isn't vegan. And you I know? think you have to like, keep it realistic. There's, I mean, what multi-billion dollar or how many multi-billion dollar vegan companies exist right now correct i mean besides beyond Meat, like right. beyond Meat and impossible foods like what else is there those are the two big ones right now right and everybody mm -hmm. else is just like small potatoes owned by big potatoes mm -hmm. so like I don't and know. you know what let's machiavelli this shit the end justifies the means that's like, fucking right <laughs> the end of the vegan world so what you can't expect everything to be easy and just cold overnight like oh well you know, Nestle's vegan, probably not going to happen. So, and those those companies, companies like Nestle and Tyson and all these other companies, are the companies that have the money, that have right. the say, that have the advertising, that have the marketing, that have already been doing this and doing it successfully. So, wouldn't you want them to then put their resources behind a vegan product? It's like why why you got to be mad, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like get it. I know why people are you know. I know I, I get it, but at the same time, like, I, I yeah. you know, you know, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I think this oh, will be an overlying theme in this episode, but you know, yeah, I think our <sighs> listeners know too, yeah, or, or so they too. don't. And they're just yeah. like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Why do I listen to this? Yeah. Well, I don't, it's their own problem. That's true. So that was, you said there was a segue. Are you hopping on a segue? I, now? Yeah. Let's hop on the segue. Yeah. And, um, and discuss 
um, the excitement that is Cory Booker running for president. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it because I'm definitely I'm jazzed up all over again to discuss this. So one of the things I want to I was just telling Andy this morning is I want to make sure that I am incredibly informed, not to say that I've been like misinformed or in the dark in the past. But one of the things now is that it, I need to know like everything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hear don't that. I don't speak politics very well. So if I have Andy explain to me the House versus Congress, this and that my my eyes start to glaze over yeah. and my brain melts out of my head. But I need to know like the policies behind folks and Mm -hmm. you know why why are people angry that someone like Cory Booker who's great might have gotten money from pharmacies or the big the big big pill makers why Mm -hmm. you know so anyways just saying stay informed folks and keep in mind that we are we are not politicians or political experts here so we just speak opinions Right. I really can't stress that enough to like educate yourself and make your own informed decisions and, and to do it on like it, as, as much as possible, non-biased resources. I feel like those don't exist anymore, but like, I was just gonna say, to the do best those. of your ability, like, please don't go to, you know, rightwing.com or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just make sure we love, that you're- Welovegons.org. Correct. Right. Right. Or vice versa. Right. Right. You know, yeah, it works, no, 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 works for sure. Ways, so. Absolutely. For sure. Um, NPR is a good resource. Yes. Yeah. I'm about uh, NPR is a good one. I really like to read The Guardian a lot because they're a UK based news source. So mm-hmm. like, I feel like they're fairly reliable. Um, but I don't know me personally, and I actually intend to, I've got them in my Amazon cart. I'm going to read Cory Booker's book. I'm going to read Kamala Harris's book. Like I'm going to do, I want to really like get to know these people exactly same because this shit just matters so fucking much and like that's a whole that's also a whole other episode for a whole other time is people who think it doesn't matter and how wrong you are wait (laughs) wait wait what people think it doesn't matter well you know how people are like voting doesn't matter and people think that like because people still fucking think that well like it's one of those (sighs) things again where i'm like i get why you think that the electoral college sucks but at the same time like if you do nothing, then you do nothing. Wouldn't you have to at least do something because that's 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 where what you have to work with. That's kind of the same thing that we deal with in the animal rights world, right? Oh, yeah. Is that it's not no we're not going to be vegan tomorrow. The world's not going to be vegan tomorrow. The electoral college isn't going away tomorrow. Like you have to work within the environment that you are given and you have to push towards the greatest good in the environment that you were given. You can't go based off of these. Well, it would be better if this, okay, well, it's not that. So like, how do we get there now? You know what I mean? Right. Control the controllable. And I mean, your actions, I mean, as with being vegan or your effect on the world voting, it doesn't matter, man, your actions matter and you can control them. Yeah. Can't control the outcome necessarily, but you can't, I, 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 one of my pet peeves is when people are like, poor me, or I'm upset about this, but they did literally nothing to change. Oh, it. yeah. No, for sure. Me too. Drives me nuts. Yeah. So. I'm totally with you on that. Um, but I, I could get off on like a crazy tangent on that topic, but I just want to circle back to say that I'm psyched about Cory Booker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, you know, we talked a little bit about this the other day, but just the whole idea that every single one of these candidates is going to have something that someone isn't psyched on, you know, with Cory Booker, it's the pharmaceutical support and with, um, Kristen Gillibrand, it's the dairy subsidies, uh, along with some other 
select things. Um, and with uh, Kamala Harris, I read an article recently about how she was um, in early in her career, she had a relationship with a much older man who helped her get get forward in her com- career. And it's just like, did he though? Or was that like, right. the easy thing to pick on her for, you know, like, there's always something and with Kristen Gillibrand and Kamala Harris, there's always a lot of questions. There's also some questionable choices and things that they've done that have really hurt sex worker rights. And there's just Everybody has something, you know, but I think that the people who have kind of come out of the woodwork thus far are people that should be celebrated. Like there's some exciting shit in the future. Yeah. Let's not fuck it up. And uh, don't, <laughs> you know? as Andy says, don't be a single issue voter. Right. So right, like exactly. don't, don't, and it works both ways. Don't vote for Cory Booker just because he is a vegan. Absolutely don't do that. That's, you know, that's another thing that really needs to be discussed because I'm already seeing a little bit of that on social uh media is Mm -hmm. that people who, and to be fair, I don't know you, I don't know these people, maybe I'm wrong, but to me, it seems like a lot of people on social media are coming out of the woodwork, being really excited about Cory Booker solely because he's a vegan. And it's like, dude, like, no, no, you know what I mean? Like, I, I... that's no. that's just as close-minded <laughs> as not, anything else like yeah that's not a great you know, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna vote for Gillibrand because she supports dairy farmers I'm going to vote for Cory Booker because he's ve- like that's yeah like you can't polarize them like 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 stop it there's there's no perfect candidate it's just not absolutely. going to happen absolutely so, I mean pick someone who's a going to be better yeah. Yeah. <laughs> an improvement and also like that has multiple issues and I would say is honest about them, open about mm-hmm. them. That speaks a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. transparency for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like I've got things that are important to me, like things that I look for in a candidate, but I also want to know like what, to, what matters to other people, you know, because there's, I admittedly definitely live a life of privilege. So like, what are sure. some things that other people are looking for in a candidate and how do I support you and your choices too? You know, like there's just so much that goes into it. Like don't vote for Cory Booker solely because he's a vegan. If you're going to vote for Cory Booker, then like do your, do your research. Let's circle back to that. Do your research. Be an educated I mean, person. Be, be realistic about that. His being vegan, if he's a good person is not going, cannot sway him. Right. To do things that you That's would want right. him to do based on the fact like the people who are would vote for him because he's vegan want him to make decisions based on him being vegan. And Correct. that's not that but, would make him a terrible person just yeah. as bad as, say, current administration yeah, doing, no, you know, like it's that's like 100 no. percent true. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah, we can table that for our future political debate. Oh, yeah. Andy's, pro- Andy's <laughs> probably going to want to – well, I was going to say Andy's going to want a guest spot on that one, but then we might need to break say, it up into like 20 episodes. Or alternatively, <laughs> like somebody else will have to record that episode because Andy just – he'll explode if he's a part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm I'm not sure which one it is. I, I think we have to let him talk because otherwise his fingers will fall off from typing. Fair. There. So there have been um, many times, and I'm like, so what happened in the news? And if it was like one thing, it's a, it's a good nap time for me because if I ask it in the car, that is really good fodder for me to just like nod off because Andy'll mm-hmm. start going and going and going, mm-hmm. and going. Anyways, 
Anyways, we'll table that. Table that for table. We're gonna table it. Politics. Yeah. Corner politics episode, which I'm totally about. Um, But anyway, um, I guess like the only last little thing, the actual only real pop culture thing that we could discuss is the Super Bowl. Could circle back and discuss the superb owl. The superb owl. Yes. 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 Um, Yeah. Speaking of people being mad, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Speaking of people being mad for no reason, more specifically. For the love of God. Yeah. So for those of you who may not have any interest in the Super Bowl, didn't watch it, maybe you somehow have avoided this on the internet, bless your hearts. There was a Hyundai commercial in which some people got into an elevator and it was, I guess, a rating, a ride of, you know, levels of hell, circles of hell, I guess. I don't even know. Um, and they were going car shopping and Bellhop goes, you're going way down. And it opens to certain floors, drops other people off. One was a root canal, which P.S. I'm actually looking forward to my root canal. Right, right. But um, what else was there? It's a root canal. There was, oh, the talk was one floor. I feel like there was something else and then oh, yeah, the talk i forgot about that yep and then there was vegan dinner and what did they serve at vegan dinner Kat? they served a beet loaf which um you know <laughs> uh, gross for starters um but also like is that a thing Not i just googled it and of. when you google beet loaf it is actually a thing really Um, yeah that's a thing i just googled it um weird but oh oh but okay interesting um so okay beet loaf is a thing but when you google beet loaf a lot of the obviously actually all of the articles that come up are about that hyundai commercial but there's also like the little section of recipes Mm -hmm. and every single one of these recipes has like a timestamp on it from like two hours ago. So I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, did people just like rush to make a beetloaf recipe because of this? Yes. Like yes, pretty much. That is, um, I've seen a lot of both sides of this, but my favorite was when people were actually saying, why are you so mad? And that wasn't non-vegans. Yeah, that was vegan saying, guys, have a sense of humor. Like that's it's not a big deal. Yeah, I have an article here that, you know, they show both reactions. Some people. Yeah, I have to deal with people mocking gluten free diets all the time, have to develop a thick, a thick skin. It's this one is weird. Um, so, yeah. Oh, no, I like this one. Um, humans have been poking fun at each other for literally millennia, but here in the times of St. Oprah de Winfrey, we have an explosion of delicate darlings with issues and thin skin lighten up and by a spine. I was like, kind of, yeah. Um, so I was looking at this article, um, that shared like a bunch of different tweets and stuff about the commercial. Mm. Um, and one thing that I thought was interesting is so a couple of things. Number one, just my own opinion is that I think it's kind of like maybe something that we should be focusing on is the fact that a Hyundai commercial, like a, a very 
popular car in the United States during their Super Bowl commercial even used the phrase vegan dinner party. Like the fact that that is a thing that is so common and known about that it was referenced in a Super Bowl commercial, I actually think is something that should be celebrated and not people shouldn't be mad about that. But a a lot of the um, tweets and stuff in this article are um, using words like offensive and shaming and Mm. all of these things. Like this guy says, the less than subtle vegan shaming in the Hyundai Super Bowl ad. Wow. Was it shaming though? It wasn't shaming. No, I don't. And even the the tweet from PETA, I mean, hello, duh, PETA. But it says, in case you missed it, the trend in 2019 is taking the elevator up to a vegan dinner parties and an earth, heart, and animal-friendly lifestyle instead of buying a car from people with outdated ideas. We suggest a vegan smart car by Mercedes. So here's that thing again where I'm like, okay, sure, PETA. Yes, you know, you're right. What I'm going to do, because they shamed me as a vegan, is I'm going to turn down this like $18,000 Hyundai and I'm going to go down the street to Mercedes and I'm going to buy me a $60,000 car all because Hyundai shamed me as a vegan. Like, are you kidding? Um, (laughs) One of the response, one of the response tweets, which actually I think I said in jest when we tried to record this before, Mm -hmm. um, someone said, you know, buy Hyundai. I'm going to go get my Tesla. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said that in jest. And then I saw that someone actually like said that a $20,000 car <laughs> versus a $100,000 car, which like that whole comment thread in general can really be circled back to the idea that being a vegan is, you know, something uh, only privileged rich people can do, mm-hmm. which as we've discussed is just not true. But when you say things like that, it's like, oh, well, I'm mad. So I'm going to go buy a Tesla instead. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like I said to you before, when we talked about it, I, I was shocked that this was even a point of contention. I didn't realize right. that it was a problem at all until the next day when I'm flipping through Facebook. And it was actually JL Fields who on her Facebook was like, Hey, vegans, like calm down. This is not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was funny. And I was like, what is she talking about? So I looked it up and was like, wait, what people are mad about this. I couldn't believe it. It blows my mind because people are so mad, but it was, it was very refreshing to see that there are other, and I, I could understand why you would, maybe your gut reaction is to be mad, but if you just took like two seconds and thought about it, it was just poking fun. It's just poking fun. Truly, they didn't say that vegans are awful and they should all burn. Like they didn't even really mock anything. No, there's there's no mocking happening at all. In in fact, I would say, if anything, that that is is making fun of people who aren't vegan because not vegans would think that that's what you should serve at a vegan dinner party is a beet loaf. You know well, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, I, I look at that and I'm like, well, the people throwing that party probably aren't vegan. No. <laughs> nobody serves beet loaf. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's more like making fun of the stereotype or like the idea around veganism rather than people who are actually vegan. But again, I think we just need to remember that like, it's a big deal in general that yeah. Not one, but two commercials during the Super Bowl were about vegan-related things. Like, that's fucking insane. Like, that really is, I mean, when you go back however many years and all you could really get was rice and soy milk and you had to mix soy milk from powder. You know what I mean? Like, look how far we've come in a short time that vegans are being talked about. I thought you were going to say mix rice with your soy milk. And I was like, well, you got to mix your rice with your soy milk and that's all you can eat when you're a vegan. You know, you know. Like oatmeal, but disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) 
or like a uh, rice pudding, but yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. Oh man. But anyway. But anyway, there are people out there that are the same. I mean, we in theory knew this anyways, because there's lots of people with lots of different opinions, but yeah, there are people know. speaking up on social media that are saying from the vegan perspective, like guys, it's just a joke. It, there are right. more things to be angry about. And like you said, and, and- obviously it's a, it is a joke about people who don't know what they're doing. Cause so many vegans turned around. They were like, I don't eat beet loaf. Look what I'm eating during my Super Bowl party, this and that. And I'm, and yeah. that's like, that's the point. You aren't right, eating exactly. beet loaf. You would never serve that at a vegan dinner party. That's how you know that they're joking. Right. I was uh, thinking about this um, on my flight to Vegas uh, yesterday. Jeez, it feels like it was longer ago than that, but no, it was just yesterday. Um, and I was thinking about it because I was listening to a recent episode of Call Your Girlfriend where they talk about the drama behind the Women's March. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really excellent episode if you're somebody who has been to or cares about the Women's March or knows anything about the drama behind the organization and wants to know more. It was a really fantastic episode. The podcast in general is amazing, but I digress. Um, so I was listening to this episode and they were talking a lot about how um, there's, there is often a lot of divide in movements and a lot of anger and a lot of people who are mad for this, that, and the other thing. And there's the whole, they, they had gotten an email where one of their listeners was like, can't we just come together to fight on the same side? And I'm listening to it thinking, yeah, like I totally get that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talk about that all the time. Can't we all just get along? But then the one girl was like, fuck that. We have plenty to be angry about. And so I was listening to her and I was like, I totally understand that too. But that is another really good example of like a human rights issue versus an animal rights issue versus like, Mm -hmm. there's all these different issues that go into it. And people have their different motivations for feeling the way they do and reacting the way that they react. And that's all fine and well. And I think it all needs to be honored. I just, I just hope that it doesn't get in the way of what you're trying to accomplish. Like don't let your anger and don't let your feelings of oppression and everything stop you from doing the work, you know? Yep. I don't know. It just like really got me thinking as I was listening to it and listening to her talk about how like, well, we have plenty to be angry about. And I'm like, you do. That's absolutely true. Like people who feel that way feel that they have plenty to be angry about and that needs to be honored. But like, don't let it stop you though, you know? And I feel like in the vegan movement anyway, people are super guilty of letting it stop them. People are super guilty of being like, well, I don't like this, that, and the other thing. So, so I'm, I'm boycotting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm never buying diet again because they're owned by a not vegan company. I'm never doing this. I'm never buying a Hyundai again because they shamed vegans. And it's like, guys, like it's so fucking petty. And just like get out of your own way and – use it as an educational tool and do what you need to do to like move the movement forward, not backwards. You know, like there's plenty of shit that's stopping the movement from moving and keeping it stagnant. And like, there's plenty to be fighting against. Like, let's not fight each other. You know, I don't know. We just talked that just reminded me of a thing I saw. Sorry, I'm going back to politics for a second. Let's do it. Let's do it. Someone posted. So state of the union was last night and everyone, (sighs) a lot of the women wore white, the suffragette, white Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i think it was someone a super republican person Mm -hmm. that i'm friends with on facebook posted i think representative or someone from south carolina so southern posted this saying that by doing that they were actually dragging women back in time 
um, oh, that we don't sake. we don't need. And this was a woman, a woman representative posting that shit this. makes me crazy. Yes, where crazy. she was like, we don't have to all dress the same. This is you know we're more than just women. Why are we focusing on being just women? We're more than that, and. You know, this wearing all white just makes us look like we are going back in time before we had a vote, before our voices mattered, this and that. Okay. Oh, Andy's oh, picking up his sake, phone. Lady. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, lady. It's not wearing white that's setting us back. <laughs> it's that bullshit address that was given last night that's setting us back. But that's neither here nor there. Yep. <laughs> yep. That, just, that just reminded me when we were talking about that. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, see, Andy's upset. <laughs> uh, no, it is. Andy's it is. right. It is literally senseless. Like yep. that is that is idiotic. 100%. I mean, 100%. I agree. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, what the fuck is this person on? It's That's crazy. why I think I was saying to you the other day, like, I think very seriously every single day about deleting my Facebook because so much of the problem is that people share shit that is so ignorant slash mm-hmm. just not true, mm-hmm. you know? And like, like we were saying before about, um, educating yourself and making sure that you have the right information. So much of the problem is that people get their information from their joker friends who shared some joker article or people think that fucking memes are factual. And it's, I just like, Oh my God, it makes it like really hard sometimes to stay in a positive mind space. And like, I just don't want, uh, on the one hand, I like don't want to be around that kind of ignorance. But on the other hand, I'm like, I want to educate you, but you don't want to be educated. So like, that's not my place slash. It also helps you discover what (laughs) it helps you discover what people to steer clear of. Honestly, you know, it's so true. (laughs) Like if one of your friends posts something on Facebook and they're like, no, I believe this. Like, seriously, I do. Then you'd be like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but but that's like factually inaccurate. Like you can actually get a book and look that up and see that that is factually inaccurate. And people are like, no, 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 it's true. I believe it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, whatever. You want to argue your opinion, but how are you going to argue with me about something that's like, like a fact, (laughs) you know, like, oh my God. Anyway. But Uh, that happened. See, I have to, I can't not say this though. This, that happened with, uh, yes, that happened with, um, Someone that we know who's a very liberal person and very well educated, but fell into the trap that so many people did that suddenly all third trimester. Oh, no. Now, when you say we, are allowed. do you mean we as in you and me or no, we as me, in you and Andy? Me and Andy. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, they fell into that trap that anyone can walk into a hospital and have a third trimester wow. abortion in New York State. That that happened. Ugh. And I was like, wait a second. It proves, though, that people, even very well-educated, smart people can fall into that trap. I Even I was like, oh, don't, don't make faces. Like, don't say anything. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you yeah. believed when people were going around being crazy. Yeah. That's just not even logical, though. Like, that's another, that's, like, not even logical that that would be what that means. Yeah. You know? Like, where? Ugh, I can't. I just yeah. can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't. You know, I, um, 
uh, all of like the goings on, I mean, I, all of the goings on just even in the last couple of years, but specifically like the, all the things this year leading up to the next election um, have like, like you were saying, really put a fire under me to make sure that I'm like educating myself and I'm trying to like read more and involve myself more. You know, I, I try to be as involved as I can already, but I've been trying to do a lot more. And I was actually looking into some like online degree programs for women's rights. I just am like, I want to just like bathe in education. Like I, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I'm just like, oh, I, I can't get enough. I just, I really can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can we just talk about how I, there's an artist that I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. who did a mug. They, she does these cool, cute little artistic, um, like kind of stylized things. And she did a mm-hmm. mug with the sarcastic Nancy Pelosi clap. Oh my God. And the quote beneath it says, maybe it will take a woman to clean up the house, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, and I want the I mug. love it. <laughs> it's I very it cute. so much. Yeah. Um, so great. Anyways. Uh, so educate yourself, folks. Mm-hmm. Just just saying. Um, yeah. So what, what else? Well. <laughs> you whiz. <laughs> Speaking of educating yourself, um, uh, I just, uh, fresh right before recording this podcast, I was really excited about the timing of all of this because I wanted to make sure that my, my, uh, my fire and my, my excitement and all of my emotions were still in check when I came to start recording with you. Mm. But just, just literally before sitting down to record with you, I had the absolute great pleasure of uh seeing attending a screening of shark water extinction which um was released to itunes on friday so you can for a small fee watch it on itunes it was the number one i think they said it was the number one thing on itunes when it debuted on friday so that's really exciting but um i highly encourage uh people to go to itunes and watch this documentary if you haven't seen the first shark shark water mm-hmm. it was on netflix i don't know that it still is it would definitely be worth looking into seeing if it is because the documentary the first one was just absolutely amazing but um the second one was really emotional and effective um because rob stewart obviously um for those who don't follow the story passed away last year and so the documentary mm-hmm. was finished by his family and the rest of the people Um, who were involved in it. And so watching it was just super emotional because it's an amazing documentary. And I actually learned a lot of shit that I am like, what the fuck? (laughs) Really? What the fuck? I don't want to spoil too much of it, but like, God damn, go watch this documentary and educate yourself on what you're eating, what you're putting on your skin. Give us a nibble of information. Something, Um, one fun thing you learned that you had no clue about. Well, well, maybe not. So something thing, that they but. talked about that doesn't, I mean, so they, they, um, so, okay. So, well, there's so much. Um, one thing that they, um, showed was some footage of Rob going out, um, in the ocean off the shores of California, mm-hmm. out off of LA and, um, where they used to drop nets in the ocean as like a really terribly outdated primitive form of fishing. And mm-hmm. that's like where bycatch comes into the, the game and all of that. And um, they showed some footage of sharks caught in the net. And it's just like, it was so, so, so heartbreaking. But then at the end of the documentary, they actually talked about how Rob's footage was used 
in California legislation. And now that those nets are now illegal. Oh, wow. So yeah, as of September of last year. So that was really cool to see that some, uh, some of the work he did actually has already led to some changes. Um, but I'll just give you like a little snippet of the thing that I, I, I'm still like, I need to know more. I need to do as much research as possible. Mm-hmm. So they go around to different supermarkets and different fast food places and different, um, just places and they get some different samples of um, pet foods, predominantly cat food. They buy a bunch of different fish. They buy just a whole bunch of different stuff, including some cosmetic um, products. uh, Mm -hmm. And they take it to a DNA lab and test to see how much of it has shark in it. And I'm not going to tell you what they found out, (laughs) but I think you can see where I'm going with this. Yeah, that's... um... Is uh, that you need to be an informed consumer. And there's really not a lot of ways that you can do that because they come up with really crazy terms on how to hide the fact that there's shark in it. And just, yeah... Um, I highly recommend the film. Um, if nothing else, go watch the first Sharkwater. Um, but the other really powerful thing about the viewing of the documentary this evening was that it was front loaded, uh, that they gave a, a little introduction. His parents were here and they spoke about the making of the film. And then after the documentary, there was a question and answer session with his parents. Mm. Um, and so it was just like super fucking emotional. It, it, the documentary, he makes a lot of comments about how he knows what he's doing is dangerous. And he always reassures his parents that he's going to be okay. And then, of course, we're all sitting there watching it knowing that he died diving, right? Right. So yep. it's, it's it was really, it was a lot. I felt very emotional when I left, but also like really motivated to find out more and to do as much as I can to support the education of those kinds of things. And so I hope everybody will go watch the first one and then keep an eye out for the second one to be on Netflix or just, you know, go spend the few dollars and watch it on iTunes. Do you know, um, per chance if they are like giving that money back to any sort of preservation or anything like that? Yeah. If you buy it on iTunes, I don't know. They didn't specify that or if they did, they didn't tell me. Um, but they also said that they were going to be doing some, uh, viewings in different theaters and that there was going to be some other opportunities to see the film, but you can donate to the foundation. If you go to sharkwater.com.org dot something. Cool. Um, get up for the show notes. Cool. Well, I'll go watch it for sure. Both. I haven't seen the, have I seen the first one? I don't actually think I have seen the first one. Um, it was on Netflix. That's where I first watched it. Um, it's sharkwater.com. Um, but that's where I first watched it. And I would imagine if you even just go to sharkwater.com, um, there's a lot of resources on how you can um, um, like get involved and all of that kind of stuff. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We could uh, watch it. Maybe we could watch it and then do a review episode. We probably should because it's it's just like honestly so incredible. All right. I'm into it. And it's true. It's, there's like a few moments where you're like, oh, God. You can um, rent it on iTunes for $4.99. So you can do that if nothing else. But um, yeah, there were a few moments where I was like, oh, that's a lot. But there's really not anything like terribly graphic. I mean, it's about shark finning. So you're going to see some stuff, but nothing like... I mean, if you're watching factory farming videos, then this is nothing. This is a walk in the park. Right. And that's another reason I think it's important to watch this documentary because we as vegans and animal rights activists so much spend so much time talking about land animals, but there's a lot of shit going on in mm-hmm. the oceans and like yep. that needs attention too. So yeah, I don't know. 
I've just got some feels. We should definitely watch it so we can discuss it together. Okay. I'm into it. We can do that. So what else do you have? Um, Currently, you're recording live from Las Vegas. That's right. This is coming to you live from Las Vegas. There's a time difference between us and everything. This is so... This is crazy. You're like in the future right now. I am in the future. And let me tell you, <laughs> the future looks tired. <laughs> I, well, the past is also tired. So I can't imagine what the future holds. Oh, man. Lots and lots of bags under your eyes. You got to get yeah, some, of those, already, some of those. I'm already on my way. Get lunch. I got to put on, got to touch up a little bit before we head out to the Vegas, to the to see the Vegas lights or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. So what what else? Where are you going to go eat? You know, can you give us a preview? We're going to go. Yes. Well, so we're going to go to um, I keep calling it Daddy Nacho, but that's not the name of it. <laughs> it's called Nacho Daddy. It's not a vegan restaurant, but they have an entirely vegan menu. And I'm really excited for the vegan queso. And somebody was talking about a vegan chocolate cake that they got from there and said it was really good. So we're going to head out to the strip and see what's up there. Daddy um, Nacho sounds like somewhere there's stripping involved. Is that why Casey yeah. was taking your pants off? Oh, I mean, the night is young-ish, you know? Yeah. Um, but last night we ate at this Mediterranean place here in the hotel because we didn't really have the energy to like put a lot of effort into going out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um and we were going to eat at this burger place that had like a million different ways that they were doing the Impossible Burger. And I was like really excited about it. But the weight was insane. So we went to this Mediterranean place instead. And what a good choice. It was so fucking good. Really? It was like all these different tapas. Yeah, I just got like a Greek salad. It was literally like lettuce, tomatoes, olives, cucumbers with like, I'm like salivating right now with like oregano and just like some oils. And it was so good. Casey got some falafel and a beet salad. And uh, uh, one of our other fellow managers, Sarah, she got a beet salad and falafel as well. And we all split like hummus and bread. It was so good. It was it just was like so satisfying. It was like the perfect meal. It was really, really Sounds great. It's perfect to me. Andy got upset by it because he hates tapas. He well, Ugh. let me put it. He actually enjoys tapas like he will eat them, but he hates the word the concept, the phrase yeah. tapas. Well, I'll tell you what, when the waitress came over and she explained that it was meant to be like a tapas bar and that you should get things to split, she was like, P- you should guys should get like six or seven things. And we all looked at her like, what the fuck? We each, I got a salad and then Casey and Sarah both got like a little falafel thing and a salad. And that was almost too much food. We were like six or seven things. <laughs> like, who do you think we are? Like it was- Maybe I, she's I, heard of you. Maybe you have like a warning I mean, or something attached. Fair. To you. <laughs> Maybe. That's fair. It, it, they definitely were not terribly small portions. Like it wasn't, it was definitely shareable, but it wasn't, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it was really good, is the moral of my story. That's cool. Yeah. Neat. Anything else from Vegas? Not yet. I mean, this is my first full day here. So. We've got some uh, some plans to eat at some other vegan places throughout the week. Um, we're going to a Cirque de, Cirque de Soleil tomorrow night. Um, and then other than that, it's just a lot of learning because I'm here for work. So, yeah. Well, you'll yeah. have to give us a full rundown um, next next episode then. Yeah. So show. Yay. I like that. I dig it. I'm uh, on the mend from my past weekend of fun and adventure and by that oh, I, I thought you were gonna tell me that you were like sick i was like what do you mean you're on the mend no i'll be on the mend after this episode airs because that'll be post root canal but 
Oh, shit. That's right. Good luck. I am. Again, I am excited because that'll just take this awful pain that I live with day in and day out. It's so mm. bad. And a root canal cannot be worse than this. So, Ugh, yikes. Um, but uh, currently, as recording, we are both, Andy and I are both still recovering from our weekend of fun, our trip down the, the East Coast to North Carolina and back. Oh, yeah. I think we have to rediscuss your donuts, don't we? <sighs> Do not forget that we have to do that. Yes. <laughs> but um, I mean, honestly, it was Andy who emailed us, not our Andy. There's there's a lot of Andys in the world. Bearded Andy. Yeah, bearded Andy. Well, well that's also well, not. Beard, well, <laughs> that's, that <also> <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Andy of the bearded vegans. Yes. Yes. Maybe our Andy can guest on their because he's also a bearded vegan. That's true. Maybe we could do a little switcheroo. Get the boys on our cast. Maybe yeah. Andy can do a little guest spot on their cast since he has a beard and we do not. But we appreciate beards. Yeah. So like, yeah. let's do it, boys. Yeah. I would love that. I've been like, I, we've talked on and on with Paul for so long about doing a podcast episode with them. And I would just love that. So fellas, if you're listening, please, let's set this up. Yeah. Um, set it up but anyways they obviously do listen at least to an extent enough that andy emailed and said hey you don't forget vegan treats has a really bomb um boston cream donut and they do they do that was our donut place here that i want to try to get to because they also have a boston cream donut it's worth it i don't know how convenient it is to where i am so we'll see does not matter that's the thing um, I know, but I'm on, I got limited time, you know, I only quick. have my nights to work with move quick. I know. We'll see how it goes. I, I prioritized that and this one other vegan restaurant. So hopefully we'll be able to knock them out. The donuts are worth it. I mean, this was yeah. a magical creature and I just don't get it. Cause I'm like, what is the filling? What is that pudding like filling? That's really all I want is the filling. I just want to like, <laughs> I just want to like Squirt lick the inside of a butt. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but that was not the only thing that we walked out of vegan treats with. We got that donut. There was an Oreo cookie, cookies and cream filled donut kind of thing. Oh. Um, and I got a chocolate cake donut. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yep. Um, sprinkles. Now, were they donutty, or was it like we've talked about how like nibble donuts nope. were kind of cake like? Mine, um, the even the cake donut, what was the chocolate cake donut, was like quality. It wasn't cheap cake donut, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like thick bread donut. Yeah. You know, it was good. Got and it. the Boston cream one was um like what I wanted out of a Boston cream, like just yeah, that certain kind of like fluffy, I guess, kind of outside with the gooshy inside. Right. Yeah. No, it was so good. Um, we also walked away with a cake, a cookie dough cake, mini cake thing, which I ate for breakfast this morning. Um, peanut butter bomb for a pal. Oh. What else? I think that might have been it from Vegan Treats. Is it? No? Oh, and a cinnamon bun that was like the size of a human skull. It was absurd. Allsoundsbomb.com. Yeah, it was. I've never been to their location. I've had their things from festivals and stuff, but their location, there's no way you can walk in there and get one thing. You just can't. So it's worth going to um, 
Bethlehem, which is kind of the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. But it's like we've said, Pennsylvania is just a series of nowheres um, with some good cities and good treats stuck in there. So that is one of them. Um, Let's see. What else did I eat? Oh, picture it. Asheville, North Carolina. I'm there. Have you Asheville? Um, I have not been to Asheville. I've been to many places in North Carolina, but not Asheville. So Asheville has um, a rather small, weirdly colored airport. Everything was like hospital, like 90s hospital green. It was really weird. Um, But anyways, we went to lunch at the Corner Kitchen, um, which was the Obama's favorite place to go when they went. I think I saw you post that on social media, Mm -hmm. maybe? Yep. So, I mean, I probably, hopefully, have Obama cooties on me right now. Definitely. You definitely do. I would be lucky. Um, And they had quite a few vegan-friendly options. A thing that I saw twice, actually, while I was down there was um, tempeh, tempeh, tempeh bacon, which, for me, I feel like I see tofu everywhere. I don't see tempeh bacon everywhere. Um, but I got a beet hummus wrap with tempeh bacon and, um, lettuce and pickled onions. It was delicious. It sounds delicious. And fries. And they were like double fried fries. So they were like crispy and extra salty. Oh, it was so good. So that with the Obama cooties was like the best. Um, and the other place that I saw was a Mexican Pescados Burritos. It's a chain down in the south. Mm-hmm. Um, s- similar to every other chain, Chipotle, Moe's, whatever. Um, except they had entirely vegan options. Um, their beans, all vegan and whatever. But they had tempeh bacon as well. Um, and the burritos were like the size of an infant. Like, bigger than I've ever seen a Moser Chipotle burrito. It was absurd. And, I mean, challenge accepted. It was great. I got to enjoy it on a porch in a mountain in, like, 63-degree weather. It was mm. just that perfect outdoor sun burrito. Can't ask for much more great. in life, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I was going to say the last, the last thing that we got was a shocker that stands out to me. Um, there was a bakery across the street from Corner Kitchen called Well Bread. And we're like, man, don't go in there, whatever. We were kind of, I was hungry for lunch. I just didn't want to go in there and be disappointed, whatever. So Andy went with his dad and their chocolate chip cookie recipe is just naturally vegan. That's just like how it is. And they are the size, they are huge. They're like frisbees. so good. And like the dough, here's what this cookie is. It is actually a sugar cookie dough with chocolate chips in it. So you know how sugar cookies are like buttery and like flaky? It was that with chocolate chips in it. So I actually liked that better than like a regular chocolate chip cookie. It was was phenomenal. I would love a cookie right now. Yep. And everything was just huge. Literally burritos, cookies, I guess everything... South of the Mason Dixon is is bigger. Wink. I don't know. But I don't know. But in that instance, it was like, give me all the big vegan food, whatever. I'll eat it in multiple meals if I have to. Fuck yeah. That's why I don't wear jeans a lot. I wear stretchy pants. They move with you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and then I mean, 
nothing else exciting to report. That's all my good food, good weather, and then a 16-hour drive in a U-Haul. But that has been put to rest. The U-Haul is unloaded, yeah. and the, it's back in its home. So we're done with good that Lord. trauma. Good Lord. Truly. Cool. Man. Yeah, I'm ready for some. I'm ready for some rest. Yeah, I'm ready for some food. You've like amped me up. Yeah, right. Now you're gonna go eat all the things. I know. Social media that shit, so everyone can stop. I, I mean, you'll be social meeting it before they're listening to the episode, but whatever. That's true. I mean, I could wait. Or you, could, it could be a sneak preview. You could like do one, and then say more to come later. That's true. A little okay, teaser. Cool. A little teaser. Yeah. Little tease. We like to tease at the V spot. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one. Well, <sighs> righty then. <sighs> Man, we already plugged. <laughs> I was gonna say plugged who we are, but I mean, I don't know if we've ever waited this long to say the name of the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but plugged our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no, we probably have. Um, and for all your other V spot needs. Y'all can head over to the vspot.fm. For all of your vspot needs. Head on over there. Then you can Mm -hmm. find us on Instagram and see the pictures of all the wonderful food that we eat. That we're talking about. That we're talking about. Cat pictures. And you can listen to past episodes on repeat. Over and over Over and and over. over. You can make little like sound clips in your brain. (laughs) I don't know, little repeat things. Yeah. Like when we go, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, like that. I don't know. I don't really know what you're doing. I have right no now. idea. I need to go to <laughs> Done. That's it. That's all I have. Yeah. No, I think that's, uh, that's my whole list. Well, great. Well, great. Then until next time. an easy peasy episode. Yeah, we should. I wish we had like a sign off until next time. I was thinking about that. Like we, I, I would really like it if we had some kind of like theme song, or like you know. Yeah, we should get on that. Hey. Well, I was thinking about it too when we did the episode with everyone I know because they did that like weird like echoey thing, and I was like, oh shit, like that would, could be kind of a cool intro. I just think we need some kind of like thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We need a thing. If you, we need if you thing. have a suggestion for us for things. <laughs> um, please email us all yes. of your thing suggestions. Yes. Um, we'll also... Or if you're a maker of music yes. and you want to make us yes. a thing. Yes. We are accepting applications. Um, for things. For things. Currently speaking, <laughs> person to do things. <laughs> yep. Yep. Great. Uh, it pays nothing. Uh, no. Well, you'll get to hear the thing that you created yes. at the top of this podcast. On a world so. famous podcast. That's fucking right. That's fucking right. Hey, Australia. Yeah. That's good. That's <laughs> right. See, you just never know. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, then, until next time. I'm clicking. Oh, there it is. Andy's going to do it. Whoa. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.